I don't always do teachings for the Leading Leaders podcast, which are also series of teachings, meaning they all work together. But when I do, I like them to be powerful and impactful and deep, like this week. You should listen to the whole week, because today will be better if you listen to the others in front of it. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast, five-minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. I believe that there are people who can crack an egg with one hand and pour it into the skillet and, and be moving the skillet with the other hand the whole time. That they're so delicate and artful in the way that they crack an egg that the subtlety of cracking the egg doesn't even look like a violent act. That they can get the egg out of its shell, proverbially and literally, and into the skillet, proverbially and literally, it, without anybody even noticing that they've cracked the egg. But other people kind of make omelets with the shells in it because every egg they crack looks like they've used a sledgehammer to do it, proverbially and literally. See, subtlety is an art form. There's a way to deliver a message, whether it's the story that you're going to tell to make a point as an illustration or an analogy, or it's your life story as a demonstration of what not to do. It's kind of like the old show, What Not to Wear. Sometimes just the right shawl or just the right scarf or just the right belt completely changes the visual image of a body shape. Sometimes a subtle pause can change the meaning of an entire sentence. And by changing that entire sentence can change the meaning of the paragraph. And by changing the meaning of the paragraph, a little aside, a breaking of the fourth wall, can change the entire conversation. Imagine how many times in history the movement of one word could have changed everything. You've probably seen those various memes on all forms of social media. I've seen them on Twitter and on Facebook and on LinkedIn and, and all over the place where there will be a sentence and, and just a comma in the wrong place, like the list that says, I love to eat my dog and chocolate. And if you leave out the comma behind eat, it looks like it says, I love to eat my dog and chocolate. And the subtlety of a missing comma changes the meaning altogether. You follow what I'm saying? See, there are times when we look at the things we've discussed this week, like the rhinoceros's horn that changes the way you view everything, your perspective, your perceptions, your confirmation biases, how those then become a part of the overall conversation and everything that you think, every decision that you make is kind of put through the filter of cognitive dissonance where it just doesn't seem to fit reality when it goes through your head. Meaning you've seen it a certain way all of your life and being able to see it a different way, well, that's complicated. I, I, I got up this morning to an argument between my two sons. The argument is about promptness. One of them stayed out too late last night. They both work in the same place. They both ride together to work and they both get up at the same time, roughly. But one of them has always had an incredible work ethic. From the very first time he started working with me, gosh, over 10 years ago, 
I always pounded on them. Be on time, be on time, be on time, be on time, be on time. And on time doesn't mean when you're supposed to be there. That's actually being late. So you should be there early. And for him, early is half an hour early. Even if you can't clock in, even if you can't do any work until it's time to clock in, being there means being there not five minutes early, but 15 to 20 or 30 minutes early. The other son, on the other hand, the one who stayed out late is the guy who shows up just in time, but he tends to work really, really fast. And so he gets everything done on time and everybody's happy with his work quality. He just doesn't get in a hurry to get started. So one is dressed and ready and chomping the bit to get out of the bed, out the door while the other one's trying to get out of the bed. And that creates a little friction. But see, the one who's ready to get out the door, his transmission is out. And so he doesn't have a ride without his brother. And so he gets really upset that his brother is not taking him out the door right now. I want to go right now. I'm ready to go right now. And I said, you know, the, the challenge that you have is that right now you have an attitude because, well, quite frankly... From your point of view, you're being denied what you want because what you want is to be early. But you're throwing a temper tantrum like a five-year-old because you're not getting what you want. Let me, let me just change that same statement in your mind just a little bit. Rather than saying, get in the car, it's time to go, maybe you should say, thank you for giving me a ride to work because I wouldn't have any other way to go. Hmm, amazing how subtly the decision, the behavior, the action, behind the confirmation bias, on the other side of the cognitive dissonance that says my reality is all jacked up because I'm not getting to work when I want to. So when we put those things in a little more proper perspective and start with thank you for giving me a ride because it's a long walk. How a person does you a favor should be appreciated, not criticized. Now, granted, there are people that you ask them to do, a do you a favor, and when they're done, you're like, you know what? Don't do me any more favors, please. Okay. But for the most part, when someone does you a favor, when, when they do you a solid, when they do a good thing for you, a thank you will completely change your attitude about the process of the favor, the outcome of the favor, maybe even just the person doing the favor. See, it's subtlety. Subtlety in the way that we perceive. It's subtlety in the way that we communicate. It's subtlety that can change everything about our situation, our circumstances, our outlook on life, and our outcomes in life. Gratitude is probably the most subtle transition you could ever make, and one of the most powerful. Sure. You can go around smashing your eggs with a sledgehammer, trying to make omelets and sort out the eggshells. Or you can learn the art form of cracking the egg and getting it into the skillet without anybody ever knowing you cracked the egg. And the subtlety of communication that starts with thank you, with genuine appreciation, and that'll go a long way, especially when you're asking somebody a favor. So my request for you is really simple. Employ the subtlety of gratitude. Anytime you speak, anytime you teach, anytime you lead, start with the internal attitude at minimum that you're thankful that the person that you're talking to is listening. It'll change the way you approach what you say to them. And I promise you it will change the outcome of your desired influence and leadership in their life. Every time.
I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.